Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, a damsel in distress. The young queen looked down, emotionless, at the approaching enemy forces winding their way through the city streets. She and her people were betrayed. Someone had let the enemy in, and now the town was overrun with the pretender's forces. She knew that her husband, the late king, had been poisoned. She knew that the man who claimed the throne poisoned him. Now that the town had fallen, she was a prisoner of this pretender and his villainous wife. The pretender offered to have his son marry the young queen. That marriage would secure his claim to the throne. And, after all, the queen was very beautiful. However, she rejected the proposal, saying, If I ever marry again, it will be to a man who can avenge my husband's death. With that, she was handed over to the pretender's wife, who attempted to convince her to accept the marriage with flattery insults, and violence. None of these would move the young queen. Finally, she was thrown into a dungeon where she was left to rot. Only her maid and her confessor were allowed to see the young queen but she remained undeterred. Her confessor managed to dig a hole out of her cell, and she and her maid escaped. They snuck through the countryside disguised as men, avoiding the enemy soldiers who were searching for her. Eventually, they made it to her uncle's castle where they were safe from the pretender. She still could not rest. Her enemy, the pretender, had taken her kingdom. He must be dethroned. She wrote to the neighboring rulers asking for help. Many came to her aid, angered by her shameful treatment. Among those who pledged their swords was an emperor who also asked 
for her hand in marriage. The young queen agreed. With such a mighty force, the pretender was driven back. Eventually, she and her husband would defeat the pretender and retake her kingdom. They would rule their empire for many years until the emperor's death, when the queen, now an empress, would act as advisor to her son and regent for her grandson. Known for her wisdom, generosity, and piety, she is most remembered for the story of the death of her first husband Lothar, King of Italy. Her imprisonment under the pretender Berengarius and her escape to her second husband, Emperor Otto the Great. A queen of Italy and holy Roman Empress, Saint Adelaide. And for this week, that's the word. One of the things I like. In telling stories about saints is to discover new candidates for confirmation names. I don't think I've ever heard of a Saint Adelaide. And this story is great for a person who wants to have an awesome confirmation saint. Great kid's name too. And you don't hear Adelaide very much. I think one of your parishioners has a child named Adelaide. I think you're right. It's a great name. And there's also a great another story in Butler's. So the Butler's version of this story in Butler's Lives of the Saints is a bit more romantic. In that one, when the confessor has dug her out of the prison, she escapes. But the dungeon, the castle where the dungeon is located, is surrounded by swamps that are impassable. So she is running by herself. She doesn't have a maid. And she gets lost in this swamp. Are we in Louisiana? Possibly. So she is lost in the swamp and she doesn't know where to go. Then all of a sudden she hears an army coming led by the king of the Germans, Otto. They both fall in love and they get married and it has nothing to do at all with the fact that he is the king of the Germans and she's the queen of the Italians. I can just hear the theme song entering now. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. Anyway, you can just see that happening. But that sounds a bit romantic from the actual facts. It's long enough ago that either one could be true. One of the impressive figures in this story, in my opinion, is the confessor. I mean, she has a great confessor. Not only does he take care of her spiritual needs, but he gets her out of prison. Your choice of confessor is an incredibly important choice in life. 
It really is. You got to choose that person well because you never know when he has to dig you out of trouble. Now it's trivia time. Dun, dun, dun. Last stories. Trivia question was, in what diocese was Dachau located? The answer is the Archdiocese of Munich and Freising. Now, not only we jumped to this story as trivia question, but we did a little bit of research. And it's amazing how many parishes are in this archdiocese. You'd think usually if you look at Europe, they have more dioceses than we do. They're more finely split up. But Munich and Freising, what, 750 or something parishes? It is something like that. I mean, how many parishes in Dallas? I don't think it's more than 100. Oh, it's less than that. I think it's around 70 to 75. But you also have to keep in mind, in the United States, particularly in our region, there's a lot of big parishes in terms of number of people. This story's trivia question is, What was the decisive battle that secured Otto's empire, which was fought a few years after his marriage to Adelaide? That question again. What was the decisive battle that secured Otto's empire, which was fought a few years after his marriage to Adelaide? If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, A Damsel in Distress, at thunderrock.org. Or you can see pictures of St. Adelaide. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.